Hi, I'm Jess, and I'm out to get the life and love of my dreams. I'm tired of seeing myself get in the way of my goals and desires, be heartbroken over unavailable guys, and feel unsatisfied and unhappy in life and love. If this sounds like you too, let's do this together. I've created this podcast so we can connect, learn, and grow together. Each week, I'll be sharing, exploring, and learning alongside you on topics like dating, inner work, self-love, health and fitness, and so much more. Welcome to Happiness with Jess, a podcast for self-love, better dating, getting out of your own way, and getting the life and love you want. I'm so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome back. I am so happy to be here. I have been thinking about podcasting like every day for the last like nearly two weeks now, but I just have not had the energy to do it. Um, If you follow me, you know that I went to LA recently and I had a really great time and I came back and I got sick. So it was a huge bummer. I had so much fun when I was there. Like I totally understand now like why people talk so highly of California and love it so much. Like just the vibes, like the food, the streets, the cute shops, like the people. I totally get it now. Like it's not a place that I would I would live, but I definitely would love to visit more. Um So I I just had a really awesome time and was excited to come back to my routine and use that new, like, I don't know, because, you know, when you leave and you you take a little break from your routine, you feel re-inspired and energized and excited to push forward. And for me, like, I'm just working on a few things um, behind the scenes that, yeah, I just really needed that momentum. But <laughs> I got sick when I got back. And <clears throat> at first, that was really hard to accept. <laughs> I'll be honest, when I woke up Monday morning with a sore throat, I cried. (laughs) Like, I did not want to accept it at first. Like, I went through all of the stages of grief before I actually arrived to acceptance. Like, (laughs) the bargaining and, you know, pounding medicines and just trying to cure this fast and denial and (laughs) anger and definitely sadness. Um, But eventually I just had to release the control because this isn't something that I could control. And um, yeah, I just wanted to share about, you know, how I navigated this as well as a helpful exercise for anybody out there who's struggling with control. Maybe, you know, you got school starting and the kids are going back to school and things are feeling really hectic or, you know, work is feeling hectic or uh, maybe your diet isn't going according to plan or that person of interest that you've been speaking with now has ghosted you or is just acting strange. And so it can really make us feel off balance, stressed and upset. And, you know, beyond that, like those negative emotions, it can really crush our ability to maintain like healthy relationships and have a good outlook on life and just keep up with our healthy eating and lifestyle behaviors because it just requires so much emotional energy and can really exhaust us when we're just focusing on things that we can't control and forgetting about the things that we can. And so my illness kind of inspired this topic today because there was just so much that I just had to release control from. Completely tanked my energy. It kind of took away my voice. And yeah, I just, I kind of even felt a little foggy. So like, the thought of like sitting down to record a podcast, do much on social media, 
um, or, you know, business wise just was out of the question. I just, (laughs) I couldn't. (laughs) So I had to really like relook at things. And um, yeah, so today's episode, I think could be really useful for anybody who's in this kind of cloud of loss of control and looking to gain back some control. So first, I just want to talk about being sick and the importance of resting and how that isn't going to necessarily prevent us from anything. I did get a lot on the back end when it came to some clarity, and I I think genuinely I needed that rest emotionally. I think I'd been kind of running on fumes or very close to it for, um, you know, a couple of months. And so I think I just honestly needed this rest. And I did not worry at all about like my progress in the gym or worry about that stuff. Like if there's any of you out there who worries about taking time off for the sake of their gains, I assure you, you can take off a week and still experience gains. <laughs> like you may feel weaker when you go back to the gym, you may feel, um, you know, like a little bit more sluggish when you're first starting out and obviously maybe not hit a PR or anything, but you will still have muscle mass. You will still be able to over time, get back to the the weights that you were pressing and you don't need to fret in that way. Like it is so, so important to rest and take care of our bodies, especially when we're sick because exercise is a form of stress. It is, not always necessarily good for us to do. And so any my advice to anybody out there who is, yeah, maybe at the verge of burnout or, you know, physically starting to feel some symptoms of sickness or maybe just have a lot of things going on right now, take some time, rest, take a break from the gym. It can sometimes backfire and hurt us. And if you do really strive by having movement in your life, which that is me, walks. Go for walks, okay? Take some nice long walks. Take some baths. Like love on your body in different ways, in more gentle ways. Maybe you do some stretching or yoga, but definitely don't try to overdo it in the gym if you're physically not there. Or emotionally, there's just a lot of things going on because it truly can make us more sick. Or if we were on the brink of getting sick, it can get us sick. And I don't know if that was the case for me. Maybe it was, or maybe I picked up something on the plane. Who knows? But I did not have any emotional like baggage, I guess, coming with me when I was sick, thinking about my body and worrying about my gains or anything like that. Okay, so... Let's move on to the exercise that can really help us just get more clarity on what we really have control over in our lives. I know for me, this has been really helpful as of late when you're navigating things that are uncertain and you're juggling a lot of things and it's just helpful to look at and have a perspective shift here. Um, And sometimes we just really can't see it. So it is really going to be really helpful to write these out and have a piece of paper in front of you and fill this out rather than um, mentally. So just take a note of the timestamp right here so that you can come back to this and you know really write this out so that you can receive the full benefits of this. So this is called the spheres of control, and it's going to help us identify what we really have power over so that we can focus on that more. And this is going to really help us feel less overwhelmed and stressed and just feel more in control and capable about things. 
Because the reality is, is that, you know, it's going to help us give us permission to stop wasting our precious energy on things that are uncontrollable, which we often love to do. (laughs) And then itself can really help us relieve our stress and anxiety by focusing on the things that we can control. So grab your pen and your paper and draw three circles inside of one another. So a larger circle, a medium circle, and a small circle. Kind of looks like an eyeball. Like you have the big wider out outside part, the smaller inner part, and then that that pupil part, the black part. So the inside circle, the smallest circle is going to be total control. The middle circle is going to be some control and the outer circle is no control. And what we're going to do here is that we're just going to write in the circle the things that we have control over, some control over, and no control over so that we can get more clarity here and start focusing on what we really have control over. So in that first circle of total control, think your actions, your mindset, your thoughts, your home environment, the foods that you're eating, like your morning and night routine, the things that you have total control over. They are things that are only you. Like you don't have control over other people. You are only in control of yourself. So what does that all include? It might also include boundaries or like your social media use or TV consumption, like especially watching the news how much water you're drinking, the ability to ask for help, or the role that you play in a relationship, like the dynamic, the conversations that you have. When I was sick, like these things looked like caring for my body, being kind to myself about being sick, and asking for help and allowing people to, you know, help me out here. Like, I live alone, so, you know, people wanted to drop things off for me um, and just say nice words. And while it can feel a little uncomfortable for me, I had to release that and, like, allow people to help me. Um, And so I was really, really grateful for that. So writing down some things that you have control over. And you can use a focus here of, like, if this is, like, body-related or diet-related, relationship-related, work, career, professional life. Like, you can chunk this into what you really feel like you don't have control over right now, um, or you can keep it more broad. The next is to focus on and write down the things that you have some control over. So this might look like your schedule, your home and your work environment, your social support system, like they involve other people. But, you know, if you are a mom or a dad, like, you know, you kind of have somewhat control over your home and work environment. Maybe your schedule is flexible like mine where I am working with other people, but I can kind of set my own hours. So I don't have entire control here. Maybe it's like your health or your energy levels. Um, another example for me is like my finances, like it is in my control, but also not like when I get sick or when people are out of town, like that fluctuates my, my income that I make. So just taking note of some of the things that you have only some control over. And then on that larger outer circle, we're going to be writing down the things that we have no control over. So this is your genes, other people's thoughts and actions. The traffic, the weather, your love interests, thoughts, feelings, actions, the health and safety of your family or friends, 
how long it takes for muscles to grow, the fact that we're aging, like, you know, all these things. So depending on what focus you're taking, maybe that will look a little bit more specific or if you're going more broad and kind of looking at all of the things in your life, just write down the things that you don't have control over. Like we don't have control over what other people look like and what their bodies look like or where we store fat or yeah, your love interests, interest in you. All right. Now this is where it really is helpful to have written this down because now I want you to look at your lists or your circles, your bubbles and circle what you spend a lot of time focusing on and be honest here. So I know for me, I got to be honest here, I do think about other people. My people pleasing is still in there. So I do think about my love interests. I think about my clients and their thoughts about me. I think about what people are thinking about me on social media, um, you know, these sorts of things. So circling where you you spend a lot of time. I do also spend time focusing on like my routines and my healthy habits and the boundaries that I'm setting. Like I do see a good amount in the controlled, controllable section, but there's also some things in the non-controllable section. Okay, next I want you to star the things that it would be helpful for you to put more focus on. So maybe that would be, you know, the meals that you're consuming, the how much news you watch or your water consumption, the role that you play in a relationship. Like, are you starting conversation or initiating dates or, you know, whatever it may be. Your thoughts and your habits around your work and professional life. So based off what we discovered from doing this exercise, I think it's really helpful to now, yes, apply it and direct our energy towards things that we really do have control over. And maybe allow us to let go of some things that we don't have control over. So under your total control, let's really look at some of those items there, especially the ones that you starred. So for the next few weeks, let's focus on deliberately making choices that reflect this. So intentionally not turning on the TV or news. Maybe you're going to grab a book or you're going to Um, Maybe if it's meals and diet related or exercise related, we're scheduling time to plan ahead for our meals. We're going to grocery shop on this day. We're going to, you know, Pinterest some recipes. We're going to schedule in our workouts for the week. So we quit blowing ourselves off. Another thing, self-care. So, you know, the boundaries that we're setting with ourselves, the time that we take to exercise and eat healthy and go for walks and, you know, things that really benefit our well-being. Um, Or maybe it's hiring help, like maybe we really need a nanny or a meal service or a mindset coach here. So this is making a deliberate choice to make some changes on the things that we can control. For me, that just really looked like resting, recovering, and working on my mindset. Because it did come up a lot like during um, this last week of feeling behind and feeling like, oh, I'm letting my clients down, but I really had to step back. I I read more, I journaled more, and I just took space from work and just tried to see the opportunity of having this time away. And honestly, like 
I did walk away feeling like, okay, I needed that. I needed that week at home of resting and, um, you know, being in my home, my space and not doing things, not attending to other people and just tending to myself. So, you know, focusing on the things that you can control and deliberately trying to make choices that reflect that. Next, let's think about the under some control tab and see what we can do to bring them into more of the total control sphere. So this one could be hard, like especially if there are people involved here. Like for me and my schedule, it is going to always revolve somewhat around other people. I can set my own hours, of course, but, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm working when other people can work out with me. So I really don't have total control there. But I do have control, Better, I can have better control over, over my energy. And so setting better boundaries, self-care, having better expectations versus reality, like working on my mindset because, you know, maybe I did get sick because I have been extending myself too much and spreading myself too thin. So I can look at the things that contributed to that. And that would include setting more boundaries, being more intentional with my time and my energy levels and just taking notice of that. And that will help bring that more into more like that total control sphere. All right, now let's look one more time back at our no control sphere. So looking at these, let's just kind of best as we can, like use whatever behavior and other factors that are in your control to release our grasp on things that we can't control. You know, we're spending a lot of time on these things and it wastes a lot of energy and it can be better spent in other ways. So I did an episode on this, but that everything happens for you is something that I use for so much. You know, like I did not have any control over being sick, but it happened for me in some way. And I just like to think that it happened so that I can really, you know, take some time to intentionally rest and recover and, um, you know, not please other people, not be there for other people for a week. And hey, it's that's it's going to work for me. <laughs> I'm going to make it work. And I'm also seeing that like my clients still love me. They're not going to go anywhere because I was sick. And I, yeah, maybe did lose out on some money that week, but it will come back to me. It's an abundance type mentality that I choose to have when it comes to um, things like that. But I like to view things as an opportunity. So maybe looking at what it is teaching you, what not having control over this is teaching you. So maybe if it's something with another person, like you're dating and it's just not going the way that you'd want, maybe it's helping you to see like the role that you're playing in relationships, like not setting boundaries, not expressing yourself about what you're really looking for um, or yeah, maybe just not even knowing what you're looking for. And it's kind of aiding in the story that you're unlovable and that nobody's going to, you know, be there for you and you're going to be alone forever, like whatever it may be in relationships or professionally, like what is this trying to teach you? What haven't you learned yet? What skill do you still need to learn so that this can be more in your control? I think it's also another opportunity to be practicing our self-regulation and self-care because, yeah, when things are out of our control, like it obviously does make us feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel stressed and anxious and, you know, maybe angry. And so when we can focus on the things that we can control, it does give us back our power. It does make us feel more in control. But yes, there are always going to be things that we can't control, especially other people. And so, 
taking deep breaths, taking time to make joy and laugh and create and exercise and journal. So these things that help us decompress, that ground us, that bring us back to a more balanced state, we need to continue to practice those in those moments of where we aren't in control. I mean, we can't expect to be in control of everything and all things all at once. Like that is just such a waste of energy. You know, we just really don't have that ability. So learning how to self-regulate and self-soothe is an important tool. So maybe this is an opportunity to just strengthen that a little bit. But all right, guys, that is it. I'm going to leave it right here. I really appreciate you being here and listening to me and just kind of being patient with me as I've been sick and been recovering. I was definitely thinking about you guys a lot and just feeling like, oh, I need to get a podcast out so that they, you know, have something in their ears. And I just, I didn't have it in me. So I appreciate you so much for being patient with me. And yeah, I had to let go of control there. And I'm sure I will be pleasantly surprised to see that you guys are still listening, still, you know, aren't going to cancel me or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to thank you so much. Um, And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And yeah, have fun letting go and focusing on the things that you can control. I'm so proud of you. And I'm going to see you in the next episode. I just want to end by saying thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you liked today's episode and are enjoying the show, please don't forget to rate it, subscribe, and share with a friend. Any of these things are helping me so much to grow so I can get in the ears of those in need. So I really appreciate it. And for more content on self-love, fitness, and relationships, you can find me at happy.i.nest.jess on Instagram. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.